we saw that this heinous individual, this horrible, horrible man. Heinous and horrible? Yeah, listen. listen okay. no, no, no. This heinous and horrible man wanted to show porns in the classroom. Porns? Porns. <laughs> he was showing the porn websites in the classroom at Friend Central. And I said, <gasps> no, no, he cannot do this. No, well, he's not really doing that. But we have Al Vernacchio. He's a sex education teacher. He's teaching porn literacy to our kids in ninth grade, ninth grade and up ninth at um, Friend Central. How you doing, sir? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Now, let us know about uh, he's been he's had a couple of TED Talks. He's he's he knows a lot about sex. He's a he's a sexy guy. He knows okay. about I'm just, not, I'm just saying he knows about sex. He's a sexy. He, he's all things sex. Okay. When you came to Friend Central and said, hey, I think we need to start teaching about porn in the classrooms, was there like a resistance from you know management? Well, I've been at Friend Central for 20 years, and when I first got there, um, it was before a lot of the social media and internet porn. So actually, while I was there, I realized that kids more and more were using porn as their sort of map for what sex was like. And once I saw that was happening... Then I said, we have to interrupt that because in the absence of good comprehensive sex ed, whether it's from parents or schools or churches, kids use whatever information is available. And for a lot of kids, that's just online porn. And so I have to let them know that that's fantasy and not an instruction manual. So and how did you discover that they were actually using porn? There's, you know, there's a lot of data out there that says that kids are seeing their first instance of um, porno pornographic and sexually explicit material online by age 11. So wow. that's way before I get them in a classroom. And, um, and just kids talking about, you know, casually what they're looking at, how they're learning about sex, um, what they're the jokes they're making, the assumptions they're making, it becomes really clear that they're getting their information from a source that is not what I, as a sex educator, would like them to get it from. Okay, so if I'm a ninth grader, and ninth grade is what, 14? 14, 14, 15. 14, 15, what did, and I guess you, you, you teach porn literacy between ninth and twelfth grade. Correct. What's the, I guess, the opening course? Sure. So... You know, every sex ed course that I teach starts with a unit on values. Like, what do we believe? Why do we believe it? Where do those beliefs come from? And for some kids, that's really hard to think about. Um, but if you don't know what you believe and you don't know why you do what you do, then you're not going to know, you're not going to understand the decisions that you make. So we always start with, what do you believe? Where did it come from? Then we start talking about things like, you know, gender roles, the way that men and women get treated in society. And the way porn literacy comes in is saying, hey, for those of you that are looking at that material, do you notice how limited and rigid the gender roles are for men and women in that? And that that does not reflect what we know to be true, that there's a whole lot, a wide range of a way to be a man or a woman today. Porn gives you a really narrow way to think about that. So I want to interrupt that thought. When we're talking about body image and kids are feeling bad about their bodies and comes up and we say, so, you know, if you're, if you're getting your information about bodies from online pornographic and sexually explicit material, you're getting a really narrow view of what bodies look like. Like most people don't look like that. So if you're thinking, oh, there's something wrong with me because I don't look like that, 
then there's nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with where you're getting your information. So that's the way it comes into the classroom. There's not like a porn literacy lesson. Okay. It's woven into all the different lessons that I'm doing over the course of, of a school year. You're not talking about specific, you know, uh, porn actors. Oh, no. Like, hey, no, no, no. We got a... Uh, you're not pl- no. showing porn. Oh, no, 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 no. There's, Just to be there's clear. no videos. There's no... There's no stills. That I mean, <laughs> no stills. <laughs> Do you have parents that are like, oh man, I don't want my kid knowing about this in ninth grade. We haven't had this conversation yet. No, as a matter of fact, ninth grade it's a required course, so all ninth graders take it, and every parent knows about it. Um, been at the school twenty years, never had a parent complaint, because I, I believe that I'm actually partnering with parents. Right? I believe parents should be the primary sex educators of their kids. I think you were saying that last week in the conversation that you want to talk to your child about this. And I agree. Well, thank you for listening. I oh, sure. I think, I think you should be the one who's having the initial conversations. But, and so what I do is I'm there also to be a partner with that and to make sure that they have other adults in their lives who can talk to them honestly and openly and, um, and who's trained to do it, right? Like, I have a degree in this. Like, it's my job. So I'm not just like somebody who decided to talk about sex with kids. I went to school and got a master's degree in human sexuality education. Um, so I'm trained to do this, and in the same way that a math teacher is trained to teach math, I'm trained to teach human sexuality. And you have to adjust with the times. Oh, absolutely. You have you know, to be current. I've been doing this for a long time, and, and the way I do it today is very different than the way I did it 20 years ago, and that's largely because of social media and the internet and every kid having a smartphone from when they're in sixth grade or seventh grade that that changed the game fundamentally okay well listen we have alvar Nacchio, south philly's own 10th and bigler's own uh we're going to talk about sex because here's the thing Kay. i have to ask him you know i want to know you know have kids say you know what thank you mr Vernacchio. now i'm killing it in the bedroom because of you Whoa. <laughs> no or just saying hey you know what because of you mr Vernacchio, i know how to maneuver that's what I don't want. Maneuver. That's what I don't want for my kid. And if you're taking your kid, you're sending them to that school up there in Winwood on City Avenue. I want to see, is he acting salacious in a classroom? We'll talk about it okay. next. Okay, all right. Okay, coming from a parent. Now, he's the Dr. Sex. Al's not just going to be in here talking all calm. I know, I know it's something behind But it's behind making this. sense, though. It's making too much sense. Okay. I'm pissed. <laughs> we have Alvar Nacchio. He's a teacher at Friend Central. We we saw, you know, we, well, we introduced to Al uh, on Philly.com last week. And it was saying that he was teaching porn etiquette to school school students, ninth graders, 10th graders, 11th graders, and 12th graders. And it flabbergasted me, okay? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it, it, I gasped Welcome for to 2018. Air. Listen, I'm a father. I don't want my kid learning from porn from this guy, Alvernecchio. You know why? He's a bad guy. No. <laughs> He's trying to pollute the minds of our children, which I'm not going for. Okay? Okay, Al? Okay. I'm just saying. Don't listen to Q. Now, no, but you, you have to see. I mean, as a parent, you know... It's weird because I'm getting texts from parents. As, I'm, as you're sure. talking, I'm looking at my phone. People are texting me like, man, I'm glad you have Al Vernacchio up there. My parents never talked to me about sex, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's handed down. So much that you have to deal with as a parent today, your kid has access to the world right. in their phone. So you're saying by ninth grade, kids are already seeing porn. They're already Most exposed. kids have, yeah. Most kids have already seen some instance, whether they were looking for it intentionally or just found it. Um, and not every kid's looking at it all the time, but they know 
that it's there, and they're using it as as information to tell them what sex in the real world is like. And and you know what porn literacy is all about is interrupting that. So to say no, no, if you're basing your expectations about relationships and sex on what you're seeing in porn, you're going to be really disappointed. And and that's not what it's about at all. I mean, you were talking earlier about Beyonce and Jay Z and them showing a photo from their oh, bedroom, okay, right? Yes. yes. And, and Jay Z so, was topless, right? So <laughs> that's part of it. Like, is to say to kids, you know, whenever you introduce a camera into what is a private situation, you totally change the meaning of it. So, you know, most people, when they're sexually active, it's not in front of a camera. And yet, by its very nature, when you're looking at pornography or stuff like that, there's a camera present. Often, there's like a whole bunch of people present around there. And kids don't always know that. And so helping them understand that and what that means and what implications that has that's really important, and that's part of the work that I'm trying to do with kids today. Now, you, know, you also have a book, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of parents don't know how to talk to right. their kids about sex. For goodness sex, changing the way we talk to teens about sexuality, values, and health. Yep, and I wrote that book because so many parents said to me, you know, I want to talk to my kids. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do it. And so, you know, I want to partner with parents, and I want to make sure that they can be the primary sexuality educators of their kids because I think they should be. And so the book is all about helping them feel more comfortable and confident to have those conversations. You know, because then what I'm doing in the classroom is not strange at all. It's a continuation of what's happening at home, right? Like I want you to talk to your kids at home. And then, so then when I talk to your kids in school, it's like, oh yeah, this is, we get this at home, we get this at school, when, this when, is a consistent message. When do you think there's a, a good age to start talking to your kids about sex? Well, I think that, I think that from, from any age, I mean, I, you know, I talk to preschool kids um, in my Excuse school, me? and I Hold go on. in Excuse and me? I read stories about, about, you know. You're talking to, well, well yeah. You're, you're right. talking to, uh, now, of four, course, we're not talking about pornography, and we're not talking about sex, and we're not talking <clears> about <throat> bodies. In you know, with three-year-olds, we're talking about fairness, right? That boys and girls should be treated fairly. And that if you want to wear the princess costume, you don't have to worry about what kind of body you have. You can wear it because it's fair that everybody gets to to do that, to do what they feel, do what they want, be who they are. So that's what a message is. We can have an honest moment. I have three older brothers. Mm -hmm. So I learned about sex in my household at a young age because I had older brothers. So I think that if you are a sibling, you do learn from your brothers and sisters right so i watched porn as a young girl and i didn't understand it but then i would understand it was for pleasure was was Mm -hmm. entertainment you know i didn't kind of get the two misconstrued because i kind of got that because it was in my household right and for you know when were you watching it during dinner no um (laughs) when my mom was at work you know i had how how old were you i must have been 10 okay you know so kids can watch like the Fast and the Furious. How old were you, Q, when you saw your first porn? <laughs> Listen. How old were you? We're talking about Fast. I don't remember. Oh, you we're don't talking remember? About fast and the Furious. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you porn haven so, sex slave. <laughs> when kids watch Fast and the Furious, they don't like walk away from that thinking, oh, that's how you drive a car, like in real life, right? <laughs> and so it's the same message. Like, so when you're watching porn, you don't walk away and think, oh, that's what real sex is like in real life. It's a fantasy. And it's but, but entertainment. At the same time, I didn't want to learn about sex at that age from my mom. Right. You know, so I'm thinking, Q, it's an idea that you have to teach your boys about sex, but 
they probably don't want to hear from their dad. They're probably going to learn from the kids that they go to school with and their I rem- friends. I remember the dumbest thing I ever heard. I remember this, this this guy growing up. He's like, man, you don't want to get her pregnant. You put two condoms on, <laughs> which is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Only place you double bag is in the supermarket. Boom. Look at that. Al, Al I saw your TED Talk. You, have, mm-hmm. you had a, a really good analogy about sex with, uh, you were talking about pizza sure. and baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in America, uh, most Americans use baseball as a sort of model to think about what sex is like, right? There's a pitcher and a catcher and you round the bases and you score runs and it's a really problematic model it's it's um really sexist it doesn't include everybody it's uh it's competitive so i was trying to think of a different way to help kids understand a better model and so if you think about pizza unlike baseball you know you play baseball when there's a baseball game scheduled you have pizza when you're hungry for it so it starts inside when you play baseball you just show up and play the game when you have pizza, you talk to somebody first. What do you like? What do you want? When you play baseball, it's about winning. When you eat pizza, it's about satisfaction. And so it's a much different model and much different approach. And I found talking to kids about that over the years that um, they can begin to see, oh, there are other ways to think about this. And they may not walk away adopting my model, but they walk away at least knowing that there's more than one way to think about this. And that's really important because I want them to decide what's right for them you know well listen man I'm for it thank you al vernacchio thank you for coming up here thank you uh, trying to push porn on our kids <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> porn literacy listen Kay. what he's not telling you is he's he's showing in in the classrooms and he's giving people his passwords to his favorite websites which i do not agree with oh my goodness I'm kidding. Giving out my that, Philly, philly.com website yeah <laughs> al vernacchio thank you for coming up here and thank you for you know helping me think about you know, uh, porn literacy in a different way. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Darn, I want to hate him, Kay. No. I can't. You got to adjust with the times. What are you trying to say? Teach your kids porn literacy. I teach them. We'll we'll watch them tonight over dinner. (laughs) There you go. It's a start. Yo, come.